All right, top comment about tonight's show. Hulk Hogan is stealing Nirvana albums out of blues fans' cars. This city is getting wild! What's up, what's up, guys? We are live. Hey, Welcome to another episode of Underground STL Live, yeah. a show that brings you a street love view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep into the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and as always, I am joined by the man in the chair, the one with the magic fingers, pressing all those keys, the producer of our show, Booster. Booster is in the house tonight. Yes, indeed. Also with us tonight is the human grizzly bear with the magic beard, all the way from Beyond FM, very good friend of the show, T-Bone. How are you, T-Bone? What up? Magic beard. Magic magic. beard. Magic. I got the magic beard. figures. You've got the magic beard. He's got the magic glasses. Everybody's everybody's magical on this show. We all have we, to have we our own not, superpowers. Yes, yes we do not disappoint. Guys, if you are listening in on Facebook and YouTube, make sure you comment down below. We want to hear from you. We are jumping into the comment section and, and actually share this. Share this wherever because we're talking about some deep stuff tonight. That's right. We go deep. But before we go deep into all of our topics, I have a we go deep. We go deep. Would okay. you rather to warm us all up? Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, we go deep. Would you? Let's rather. go deep on this. Yes. Let's go play. deep. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, so T Bone, you're you're familiar with our uh, we go deep. Would you rather rules? We're going to ask you a would you rather question. You have to take a side. You have to take a stance. You good with that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. So our would you rather is would you rather never be able to take a hot shower ever again? Or never be able to wash your clothes in a washing machine ever again. Which one are you going with? So can I wash the clothes in the hot shower with me? I mean, I guess no, no. You can't take a hot shower ever again. So Wait, no, hold on, he, hold on. let me okay. Let yeah. me go. Let me go back. To he this. can't take a hot shower. Yeah. Or he he can never wash his clothes in a washing machine. Yes. Yeah. You can okay. take your clothes in the hot shower with you. There That's you fine. Then I'll take the hot showers. You'll take, you'll, you're going. I'll hand wash my own clothes. I'm hand washer, no washing machine. No, okay. No washing machine. Okay. Booster, what are you going with? I, I got to say I'm going with you, T-Bone. Yeah. I, uh, I love a hot shower. Honestly, okay. like I don't really drink caffeine in the morning. I know a lot of people like coffee and tea or whatever. I'm more of just like, I just need like a, like enough sleep and a good hot shower and I'm good to go for the rest of the day. So if I have to give that up and like only take cold showers, man, that would get depressing in the winter. Like... You never like you just never feel warm. I don't know. I'm going with I will hand wash all of my stuff for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm going washing machine because here's here's why I'm going that route. Uh the the cold showers are actually way better for you. Like than than hot showers, <clears throat> they they in, decrease inflammation. There's studies you've show that they never been a, You've ever never evidently been a fat guy. No, I have not. <laughs> but <laughs> but backs hurt, man. I gotta yeah. tell you, I gotta tell you, if you are a fat guy, taking cold showers could help you lose weight. That is that has been uh, proven that uh, that it does. So I mean, I you know what I got. You guys stay fat in the shower, washing your own clothes. I'm gonna uh, use my washing machine. All right, no all, problem. All happily and be like, <laughs> Sam, look at you. You're so thin. Yeah, and my laundry only took one hour. <laughs> yeah, wow. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, man. That was a fun would you rather. That was a fun would you like rather. It. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, we have a great show coming up tonight. A lot of underground St. Louis deep 
topics. We are going to be talking about Nirvana being sued for child porn. But first, here is a word from our sponsors. Tonight's sponsor is Yo Mama's Yellow Rubber Gloves. When you required shielding from the contaminants in your bathroom, rubber gloves were there. When the winds of chaos blew through your kitchen and knocked a pot of warm stew onto that floor, rubber gloves were there. When the bow broke, and in fact the baby did fall, rubber gloves were there. I feel like I'm in church. As the former prime minister himself, Winston Archibald Churchill, once so famously said, Where is my 10 a.m. whiskey and my rubber gloves? I have a nation to save. Need we say more? Your mama's yellow rubber gloves. Feel the history. All right, guys, make sure if you have not already to uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like our show, invite your friends to follow us. You can also catch our show on Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. And you can always check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content because, after all, we go deep. deep. Absolutely. And we're on Beyond FM, too. So check us out on Beyond oh, FM. Yeah. Our guest, T-Bone, tonight, he is founder of Beyond FM. He is joining us, offering his expert insight opinion. <laughs> There, you know, whatever you want to call yeah. it. All right, so let's get into this. Uh, first topic for tonight, the baby on Nirvana's Nevermind album cover is now suing Nirvana over child porn. The baby is back. So uh, we're all familiar with uh, Nirvana's Nevermind album. Mm-hmm. I would say their their most famous album. Oh, I, would, yeah. I would say. Easily. Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. one of the most famous rock albums of all time. Definitely. I mean, that album Definitely. defined I mean, grunge. Yeah, I was going to say, music. like, yes. grunge 100%. Like, yeah. no problem. You get, you get a lot of people that argue that kind of stuff. That that album uh, definitely was, you know, an opening to the 90s, you know, of being different from uh, from the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, putting sure. hair metal to bed, all that type of stuff. It was kind of the, the nail in the coffin there. Um so yeah, uh, Spencer Eldon is is for for anybody that that's confused with what we're talking about. The album we got a picture here of of Spencer Eldon who was the baby. He's now thirty years old, holding the album. The album shows a baby in a pool going down. You see his little schwinker dink, and uh, there's a there's a there's a dollar schwinker dink. Yeah, there, there's a dollar floating with them, all that type of stuff. I think he was a key. Yeah, this is the <laughs> same guy that was the baby. This was taken in 1991. Uh, Spencer Eldon is now 30 and he says Nirvana engaged in child pornography when the band used a picture of him naked on the cover of the breakthrough album. Nevermind. Uh, Eldon was four months old when he was photographed by a family friend in 1991 drifting naked in a pool. Uh, The picture was taken at an aquatic center in Pasadena, California and would be used that year for the cover of Nevermind. Nirvana's uh, seminal second album that helped define Generation X and rocketed the Seattle band to international fame. It is one of the best-selling records of all time with at least 30 million copies sold worldwide. So yeah, he is suing. I mean, does that surprise you? 30 years later that he's suing T-Bone? What do you think, man? Actually, it kind of... It doesn't, and it does surprise me. Okay. But what does surprise me is that he's doing it because, one, he's made a crap load of money off of it already. Right. Um, Two, he's obviously done media such as him holding it, and this is before he was suing them. Yes. You know, like, hey, I'm the kid. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's gotten free drinks and everything else from that or whatever. Um, 
and I don't, and I could be wrong, and I and I thought that Dave Grohl had said something like, uh, "The guy also has a tattoo of that on him." Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, so so we're gonna get into that. Yeah, because this. <clears throat> so let me let me kind of talk you through exactly what he's suing for, and this is uh, from the the lawsuit itself. Uh, quote: Defendants knowingly produced, possessed, and advertised commercial child pornography depicting Spencer Eldon, and they knowingly received value in exchange for doing so. Uh, they said that Eldon suffered permanent harm because of the photo taken. So he is suing the Kurt Cobain estate. He's suing Dave Grohl, uh, Chris Novoselic, and he's suing Courtney Love. He's suing all of them. And basically, um, yeah, yeah, for, for child porn. But here's the thing. like He has... He's posed for it on multiple I think, anniversaries. Yeah, I think he, yeah. I, and I think he, yeah, he has posed like himself in it, like an updated <clears throat> version of it, just yeah. as a joke or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's that's the thing. I mean, do you do you guys do you guys think that um, that I mean, do you, do you really think this is child porn, Booster? Do you think this is child porn? Do you think this goes to? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I would say. I mean, like, just I mean, because- how many how many of us have? Like old pictures of us, you know, as kids in the yeah. bathtub. Right. I mean, really. Exactly. Yeah. And like th- to that point, like I think there's a difference between something that is intended to be pornography yeah. and something that is intended to just be a picture of someone nude. And I feel like perhaps more, like more so in America, that is that, ooh, ooh, like don't show nude pictures of anything anytime because yeah. it might inspire lust or some nonsense. Whereas in like all over the world, like, you know, images of like, you know, people or anatomical uh, textbooks and stuff like that, science textbooks, they depict testes, genitals all the time, no problem. And no one has a problem with that. That's not child porn. Yeah. But Nirvana, this, like, I mean, they bought the rights to the picture. Uh, I'm not really sure what kind of legal standing he thinks he has here. Uh, but yeah, just to get my hot take well, there so, so this whether is or the, not this is Let me read the definition of child pornography. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, child pornography is pornography that exploits children for sexual stimulation. It may be produced with the direct involvement or sexual assault of a child, or it may be stimulated child pornography. Go back to that picture real quick, and this I think was taken at the two thousand in two thousand sixteen at the twenty fifth anniversary of Nirvana's Nevermind album. That right there, that doesn't scream to me sexual assault. That doesn't scream. No. That doesn't scream sexual stimulation. I mean, obviously you're gonna have perverts out there that get off to anything. You know what I'm saying? That would that would hump a fire hydrant. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. That yeah. that right there, that to me does not look. I think tailoring our taste to those people, yeah. like just to make sure that they can't possibly be inspired. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's whack a mole with you know this ridiculous notion. I don't know. Well, I mean, like like that right there, the the baby. It's a, it's clearly a baby just swimming, and his and his parents sold like sold the picture. To the, photog- the photographer well, that's where, that took that's it. That's what yeah. I was going to get at. He, that's who he should sue. If he really wanted to sue anybody, it should be his own parents. Yeah. Because they gave authorization to do so. Exactly. Well, it's like it's like how many how many uh, child actors out there or you know icons or whatever end up like blaming their parents, like their their parents exploited them yeah. for their own personal gain. Uh, Britney, <clears throat> right? Britney, yeah, Britney Spears, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, now we got the Spears fans coming after us. Thanks, yeah. T-Bone. Yeah. <laughs> they're not watching. I don't think they. I don't think they're in our demographic. <laughs> but uh, no, according to Cobain, he conceived the idea while wa- of the album while watching a television program on water births with Dave Grohl and Cobain mentioned it to uh, Geffen Records 
uh, art director Robert Fisher and Fisher found some stock footage of underwater births, but they were like too graphic for the oh, record yeah, company yeah, to yeah, use. Yeah. yeah so uh, the the stock house that controlled uh, the photo of a swimming baby that they chose, they wanted like seventy five hundred a year for its use, and so they were like, "No, screw that. We're not doing that." So instead, uh, Fisher sent a photographer, Kirk Weddle, uh, to a pool for babies to take pictures. And five shots resulted, and the band settled on the image of four-month-old Spencer Eldon that you see on the album cover. And he was the son of a friend of Kirk Weddle that was the photographer. And Geffen Records was, they were concerned that the infant's penis in the photo, you know, because it was visible, it would cause offense. And they prepared an alternate cover without it. But then they relented when Cobain said he would only, uh, he said that he, the only compromise he would accept would be a sticker covering the penis reading, quote, if you're offended by this, you must be a closet pedophile. So even Kurt Cobain was like, if you're offended by a baby swimming in a pool, yeah. you're a closet pedophile. Like, and so even <laughs> Kurt Cobain back then yeah. knew this is fucked up. This is wrong. So, I mean, like, like wrong is to say, get offended by it. The picture itself wasn't or in, wrong. Or the indeed cover to, wasn't wrong. Or indeed to somehow sue yeah. over your rights to that photo when, one, the the photo, as you mentioned, the photo was paid for. Yeah. So it's not like he has like a lot of room to stand there. It's like you literally, like, they already compensated you for it. It's over. Right. So, like, they own that piece of property now by most rights that we, uh, rights of ownership. Especially if have. they offered them, like, say, okay, we'll give you five grand for the picture or whatever and then we'll yeah. give you f- even 50 cents per copy sold and you imagine how much money they fucking made with just that little yeah. bit amount per copy so yeah it's, that'd be well into like 50 million dollars oh yeah that 50 percent yeah yeah that 50 cents or whatever and that's that's the thing it's like uh you know, T-Bone, you were saying that you think that he's got a Nevermind tattoo. I think so. Okay. So this is from KC95. Dave, Dave Grohl said, quote, I feel the same way most people do in that I have to disagree with the lawsuit and everything. Uh, and he says, that's all I'll say. But then he said, listen, he's got, and he, he means uh, the, the, the kid. The uh, Eldon or Spencer or whatever. He says, uh, listen, he's got a Nevermind tattoo. I don't. He yeah. does. Yeah. So clearly, if this was such a traumatizing experience for you, freaking, you, like, why yeah. get a tattoo? Why show up every anniversary and pose with the photo? Like, I mean, yeah. clearly you love it. And, and he was, like, saying to an interview, well, I was at a basketball game, and I looked around, and I thought, everybody here has seen my penis. This is very traumatizing. I'm like, you're a thirty, you're a thirty year old grown ass man. It doesn't, it shouldn't look the same. Like no one's well, doing like a before and after. Like he's not walking around and somebody's like, hey, I recognize you from your junk. Like yeah. you know, like come on. Like it, yeah, like how much emotional trauma can you have actually gone through when truly after a certain point you're the only one in your life who really knows that that exactly, was you exactly. So like exactly. M- inside mental anguish i don't know and but to your point about uh i mean not everyone gets a tattoo just because they love something like i know people who um i know uh this person who uh had been shot and they got a tattoo essentially commemorating the fact that they lived through it Mm -hmm. so i mean maybe that's more like commemorating a traumatic event but again like 
None of that applies here. No. <laughs> None of that applies no. here. You, you literally got a I tattoo of yourself. I don't think that guy was getting free drinks and women and free food and everything else. If yeah. he was, hey, if, did you know I'm the baby from the Nirvana cover? Oh, wow. Exactly. If he was, anyway, he so had I was to say it. He had to say it. He had yeah. to tell them. Yeah, he no, that's identify me. It. They didn't. They didn't like. They didn't recognize him and be like, "Oh yeah, he would have to be the one yeah. to say it if he was getting fame over it." That was it. I heard he he wears like a name tag that says, "I am the baby from the Nirvana <laughs> album." Hi, I'm Spencer. Is the name tag a, like right down by his junk? It's on his pants. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be at a bar and he'd be like, and they're like, "Hey." She'd be like, hey, uh, tell me about yourself. Well, uh, I'm the baby on the Nirvana cover. Yeah. You know, that would be the first thing he'd probably bring up. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? You, uh, not like, not uh, I have a good job or like something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really into sci-fi f- films or something yeah. like that. Do you like that? I don't know. Yeah. You, like, that'd, be, that'd be horrible be like, to chat up a girl Do you like, like Nirvana? That. And they, she'd be like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm the baby on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that's coming up. Do you fancy there. baby dicks? <laughs> <laughs> God, this is just, uh, this is wrong. Yeah. I, this is wrong in the sense like, yeah. you know that he was probably, he's probably, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this. This is my, this is my guess. He is probably just down and out hurting for money. Somebody came to him, said like with like a get rich quick scheme. Probably some lawyer dude. Yep. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's sue him. You know, Nirvana has money. You know, Dave Grohl has money. You know, the Kirk. <laughs> do we screw him in half? I believe. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the whole thing. It's like. Let's do it. And so so you just you know right then and there that this is this is just this is a cash dishonest. Grab. Yeah, yeah, this is a cash grab. This is yeah. he's not he's not suffering any trauma. If he is suffering trauma for it, if he's suffering trauma in his life, it's probably from other things. He probably hasn't made that good of decisions in his life. <laughs> Go seek help. It's not the album cover that's doing it, bro. Like, you know, yeah. this is just a it's just a way to point fingers. He I mean, probably, the, you know, what's up? The real thing that upsets me about the whole situation is, is this baby penis is a lot bigger than mine. <laughs> That's the only thing that pisses me off. Fuck that guy. You should sue. You want real I'm trauma? You should sue. You want real trauma, motherfucker? Yeah, I'm, suing, I'm suing Nirvana now. Yeah. yeah. You should, Don't put yeah, no baby dicks anywhere. Yeah, you should sue. Yeah. L- listen, listen. This is bigger than me. I'm, I'm emotional distress. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what, T-Bone? You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe take some hard drugs and uh, forget about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just kind of numb yourself. Which brings us to our featured song tonight, and that is Three Hits of Acid by The Hounds. They will be performing at the Old Rock House Wednesday, November 20th. 24th. Uh, stick around, guys. More underground coming up next. Did Hulk Hogan have a gay love affair? And car thieves target STL blues fans. But for now, here is The Hounds.
right, guys, that was the Hounds. You can find them at the Old Rock House Wednesday, November 24th. Uh, make sure if you're not already to subscribe to us on all and follow us on all social media platforms. Uh, follow us on all audio platforms wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out our website, undergroundstl.com, for exclusive content because, after all, we go deep. Okay. Did Hulk Hogan have a gay love affair? Yes. <laughs> you tell us, buddy. No. <laughs> the candles are lit in the other room. <laughs> right, right, right. I, co- I come home and Booster did another podcast with uh, our friend Patrick Booze from uh, Y98 and Beyond FM. And I was like, why are all these? Why, where, there's a scented candle lit. What's going on? What were you? And like all candle. the all the lights are dimmed and out. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on here, man? Oh, what do man. you want to tell me? Uh, no, so anyway, did Hulk Hogan have a gay love affair? So Linda Hogan, his ex-wife, uh, on uh, she uh, implied that her ex-husband, Hulk Hogan, carried on a, quote, intimate relationship with his best pal out of the ring, Ed Brutus Beefcake Leslie. So his ring name was Brutus Beefcake. And I think mm. we got a photo of uh, <laughs> Brutus Beefcake. I got to tell you, if I were to have a gay love affair... I'd want the guy's last name to be Beefcake because, oh, like, you know, go big or go home, you know? Like, yeah. it's got to sound authentic, you know? <laughs> Sam, who are you dating? Oh, well, his last name's Beefcake, <clears throat> and uh, he's very special. What's his first name? <laughs> Brutus. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. <laughs> but, okay. Not that there's anything wrong with so, that. So go yeah. back to that picture. Oh, yeah. Go back right. to that picture, Brutus. So that on the right is Hulk Hogan, and on the left is Brutus Beefcake. And, I mean, look at him. Look at him. Like, oh that is oh, just... Yeah. All right, all right. Just looking by that picture. God, he's got yes, pecs gay. <laughs> yes, gay. No gay. What do you think, T-Bone? Oh, Brutus Beefcake? Oh, yeah. Brutus Beefcake? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you caught, you named yourself Beefcake. Beefcake. Like, you, you had a choice <laughs> of what nickname you wanted, or at least you had, like, eight. Like, kind of like, I don't want this, but you went yeah. with Brutus right. Beefcake. Right. Like, you might as well have your, named yourself, like, Ass Clapper 3000 or something like that. That's <laughs> the gayest name. Yeah, well, um, ass, ass Clapper 3000 is, like, pretty, like, it's... <laughs> well, I meant, you know, gay pretty, Ass Clapper. How about that? No, no, hold on. But that, that's, just, that's, that's just totally gay. But Beefcake, necessarily, <laughs> it's a little more subtle, which all makes right, it funnier. Right. Well, like you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes less is more. You know what I'm That's saying? Never like, really well, been my I, philosophy. I, well, I, it I, should. And I kind of <laughs> see back in the in the day of an earlier wrestling, like because you had you, you know you had Ric Flair and he's awesome, but Nature Boy, I mean, really. But yeah. I mean, it's it was the '70s, and they were trying to be I don't know, I guess attract women to the sport or whatever, right? And so. Beefcake. I mean, really. I mean, even if it did work, do chicks want Hunk Townsend? Uh, is that better? A, a beefcake or a Hulk or a, right. or, or Nature Boy? Nature Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Macho Man. Like yeah. I mean, like yeah, you know. But you know, we we were th- we forget that this was a time like in the eighties. Early '90s, hair metal reigned supreme. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was everybody was. You had a lot of glam. That was the that was the whole thing. Like you know, in rock and roll and wrestling, all that type of stuff. So I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they you know they had the long blonde hair. You know, they were tan, they were muscular. Obviously, they have to be in good shape. But then they had names that they were elegant, they were flamboyant, all that type of stuff. That doesn't really surprise me, but. 
uh, couples and marriages, right? They break up all the time, and they're but there's no reason to slander the person after the relationship is over. And Linda Hogan walked out on Hulk Hogan to be with a 20-something-year-old pool boy who looks like a young Hulk Hogan, and uh, she was on uh, Maddie P's radio happy hour when the host went through a series of questions called from fan emails. And so th- these were fans that were asking her this question that were writing okay. us in, which means there was some type of, how do, you, how do you say it? Like there was some type of speculation that there was a gay love affair by the fans. Or like a between, rumor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Between Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake. And if anybody watches wrestling, there are so many stories of affairs, you know, backstage fights, oh, yeah. rivalries. There's there's no shortage of that. You think there's a storyline on stage, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> backstage. Backstage. Storyline, crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, anyway, yeah. So, the uh, um, she was asked if her ex-husband and... <laughs> Beefcake carried on an intimate relationship. And this this is what she said, quote, wow, I don't know how to answer this. So I don't end up getting a lawsuit. <laughs> a little birdie told me, yes, they think they did. And uh, yeah, that's uh, huh. that's what that's what she said. So, I mean, uh, she definitely thinks so. And I mean, listen, you're living in California. You're living that lifestyle. You're traveling all over the world. You're a superstar. How many rock stars experiment? You know, how many oh, yeah. how many uh, athletes experiment? You right. know, I mean, the list goes on and on. And Hulk Hogan was, he's the wrestler. Yeah. Who who comes close to him? The Rock? You know? Uh, rock, maybe Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Uh, Randy Savage, Ric Flair. But even then, Hulk Hogan was yeah. always the good guy. He was the he okay. was the ultimate good guy. Even when he was a bad guy, he was the ultimate bad guy. Like Hulk Hogan is personifies wrestling, yeah, like to exactly. to the I did, core. I did think of another so, name for a possible for a gay wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Go See what you think. Hunk Lovejoy. Okay. Good word. <laughs> yeah. All right, and now I just think you're just trying to be gay. We're talking about like, what you can't I walk think, a mile in someone else's shoes. No, you got to you got to think of one. You got to uh, think of one like uh, like Tommy Salami. <laughs> you know, like, well, there you go. Be? That's your wrestling name, Tommy fucking Salami. I think I think I'll be Hunk Lovejoy and T-Bone. I think, I think, T-Bone, I think, T-Bone, you can just be T-Bone. Yeah, I think Booster's gonna change his name after this. Wrestling or not, yeah, that's yeah. wrestling gonna or not, I'm new. gonna be Hunk Lovejoy. Hunk Lovejoy, something, man. I'll put. But could you imagine, like, if you're not, quote, unquote, beefcake, um, just being a normal average guy, size guy, whatever, and Hulk Hogan comes up behind you and goes, what you going to do when the Hulkster goes wild on you? <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do, brother? What you going to do, brother? When Hulkamania runs wild. Yeah, brother. He starts ripping off your shirt like he does his yeah. own. Like, oh, he just yeah. wraps his arms around you and goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, no, so so Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake. We got some other photos of, of them now. <laughs> like, there's there's Hulk Hogan. That's his wife, Linda, I think, on the left, and his daughter, Brooke, on the right. Um, yeah, we were listening to Brooke's quality music on the We were. On the we were. Yeah. She actually, she's not that bad. No. She's not that bad. But, uh, um, yeah, so, and then there's, there's him and Brutus Beefcake today. And uh, <laughs> go back to... <laughs> they definitely fucked. <laughs> Oh yeah. All right, go back to the the earlier one of yeah. them. All right, yeah. This is them in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I don't. So we we have uh, we have one person's take on this that I'm going to read off, 
And uh, this is a good friend of our, our friend of the show, Patrick Poos from Y98 and Beyond FM. He had this to say on the matter earlier. He said, quote, here's the thing. It makes sense when you look at the fact that Brutus got so many opportunities over the whole time of like 80s and even into the 90s. He was carrying more than Hulk's bags just putting it that way. <laughs> so, I mean, there is that. I'm going to take another spin on it. Maybe they were just really, really good friends. Because when you're on the road like these guys are, you know, two-thirds of the year, maybe even more than that, three-quarters of the year, constantly on the road, you develop relationships, and you guys become brothers. And like like Eddie Guerrero and uh, Chris Benoit, when Eddie Guerrero died, Chris Benoit just went to just a, a depression, so much so that that he ended up uh, committing suicide and killing yeah. his uh, his wife and son. So I mean, these guys they develop these relationships on the road. Maybe they were really really close. I could see somebody like this Linda Hogan just being like typical blonde housewife, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like oh my god, I just want a reality TV series. That's all I want, and I'll marry you. I'll do whatever. Not understanding that. Like just not understanding like the brotherhood. Yeah, it's and just then, our family. We exactly. just put a camera in front of there. Exactly. Like I had two guys uh, went, that I went to college with. These guys, they still to this day, they're inseparable, and we always made fun of them that they're gay, mm-hmm. and they would they would just like own it. They would just be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. and they would like they're like, no, I'm rooming with Chris. Oh no, I'm rooming rooming with Nick. And even their girlfriends that they dated, they're like, oh yeah, Nick and Chris are just inseparable and to this day like if we if we all go on like on a guy's trip or something like that they're like if if i know one's going the other's going you know <laughs> and they're they're that close there's there's such you know they're there's such good friends that they joke around oh yeah yeah we're gay you know yeah if i was gay you'd be my husband you know da, 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 da. maybe that was what this brutus beefcake <laughs> it was a bromance it was a true bromance yeah. I just can't say it like I can't I defend him but then I say his name Beefcake and I'm like oh god <laughs> oh they fucked <laughs> oh there's no Booster, way Booster, they're, they're... it's called making love okay stop with the crassness they fucked no oh god alright alright fine they consummated their relationship mm-hmm. he gave him is his... that an effeminate enough term for you he gave him his booty flower <laughs> Booty flower. His booty flower. <laughs> that should be the last name, Hunk Booty Flower. <laughs> oh, man. He was unstoppable with it. Which brings us to oh our next God. featured song tonight. Oh, wait, no, home. Before we get there, uh, <laughs> yeah. here's the irony of this. Linda Hogan said, I got to say this in a way so I don't get sued. Uh, right now, both Hulk Hogan and Mr. Beefcake are now suing Linda Hogan over defamation of character. So <laughs> she's getting sued no matter what. Which Hulk's got to get the, some of that money back. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, can give it to, gotta, he can give it to Spencer <laughs> Elden. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. Guys, our next featured song tonight is Unstoppable by Midwest Avengers. Stick around. More underground coming up next. We're talking about blues fans being targeted by car thieves. But for now, here is Midwest Avengers. Nothing can stop us, nothing can hold us, nothing can break us. We are unstoppable, nothing can shake us. Just what we're made of, you cannot fade us. We are unstoppable. Yeah. I've been in a situation. 
situations where I try to stay calm and to use hella patience But the people trying to tell me that I wasn't gonna make it Shove the words back in their mouths and they hate it Feast on them like they eating pasta Supposed to be my partner but you're beating pasta I always got solutions when you beat the problem As hard as it is to make it harder Anybody that wanna come and test my patience uh, I got four words for you Why you always hating? Why you gotta be the only one that's mad at me? Who'd have thought that you was taking my name? Would it be wrong cause I don't sleep long? It's a trip home That you switched on me Turn negative motivation to a theme song You're never gonna break us cause my crew is unstoppable You can't stop us, it's impossible Midwest Avengers. Check them out wherever you listen to music. I think they're going to be performing, I want to say, Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Red the Flag. 24th. Yeah, there yes, you go. The uh, album release All party. Right. Was, it, was, it, was it Red Flag or was it uh, Delmar Hall? It was originally at Delmar Hall. Oh, okay. And then they had to reschedule, and so uh, Delmar gotcha. could not provide a venue for that time. So. Gotcha. So it, is, so it is Wednesday at Red Flag. Wednesday at Red Next Flag. Next Wednesday. Check it out, guys. Midwest Avengers. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so Blues fans were targeted by car thieves. Now, you were at the game last night. I was at the game, You yeah. were at the game, Booster. And I so, had no inclination that this had happened. Yeah, yeah. So this is from Camo V. Uh, after watching the St. Louis Blues game at the Enterprise Center Tuesday night, fans left the game to find their vehicles damaged and burglarized. Whoa! Which is becoming a trend. It is becoming a trend. Yep. Dozens of cars had bro- had broken windows by thieves who looked to rummage through their personal belongings. Police said dozens of cars that were parked behind the Greyhound bus lot across from the arena were targeted. So it wasn't in the parking garage, Booster, but it was in a lot designated for parking. Okay. It wasn't in the garage itself. Oh, so it shit. Pay- I know where you're talking about yeah. now. That's next to the St. Louis so Aquarium. So it was a paid-for paid for, paid for parking lot i i think so i mean it's the park behind the gray bound there's no fences there you can just walk right into it but any lot down there that close is going to be paid 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 to park you know especially during a game like that. how Uh, much money do they make off of those parking lots and why is it like more 25 dollars a spot yes yeah yeah 25 yeah 25 dollars or at least the one uh that we parked at 
uh, last night, which is about a block and a half from Enterprise Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to park in this uh, parking garage that was uh, like down uh, next to Market. Um, this uh, I don't know what the business is, but they had this parking garage right next to How it. How much did you pay? Uh, that was typically like fifteen to twenty. Like it was only so it was a little bit cheaper, but it was a little bit I of a to, longer walk. I used to work down there in the the parking garage at Tenth and Spruce. I would always park in, and it was right. like during like Cardinals games. It was like twenty bucks. During Cardinals games, twenty five. Yeah. I can only imagine what it is now. You know, for for that's Blues the games, that's Cardinals the one play. with all the, like the metal bars or whatever, like right next to Bush. No, no, no I'm getting that it. wrong. No, okay, no, 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 that's a different one. But uh, no, so anyway, uh, yeah, they they had been broken into, and it's been a while. And so, so we have uh, this this girl named Danielle Schicker who was interviewed, and she says, "quote It's been a while since I've been to a Blues game, so it's very unfortunate that this happens." And she's from Imperial. Uh, but then uh, law enforcement from across the area believe the people committing these crimes are more than likely looking for guns. And that kind of rang true with uh, Danielle Schicker. And she said that they took nothing. They even left some winning scratchers and a few gift cards, surprisingly. So they were after a certain something, it seems like. So these are a bunch hmm. of thieves going through cars looking for firearms, police believe. And at first I thought that that was kind of crazy. But then not really. Because if you really think about it, blues games attract everybody from around the greater St. Louis area. Yeah. A lot of people that know the city's unsafe. They, they're people that live out in places like Imperial. They know going down. They probably have conceal and carry. I mean, they're, the, they're the, probably carrying. The part of downtown that we're talking about is probably one of the most safe parts. Um, I, I know we're just talking about a crime that was committed there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not 100% yeah. safe. But um, but I mean it's not it's not the most dangerous part of it and indeed Enterprise Center is is very safe. I've never felt in danger there. Not I've never really. heard gunshots. I've been to over two hundred home games except for a dozen cars getting broken into. Yes, that yeah. sucks. Uh, obviously, um, it's kind of hard to defend it after yeah. there was just a major crime that happened. I mean, yeah, I mean cars getting broken into is bad during enough, during a Blues game and during a Cardinals game. There's a lot of people down there, so I think I think a lot of people feel safe in numbers. However, there's a lot of people down there. Which when yeah, you're, when you're sure. attracting an event like that with a lot of people, you are attracting crime as well. But, uh, I mean, so, so many people are carrying. Not a lot of people know how many people actually carry these days. A lot of people carry. Not, not a lot of people tons do. tons of guns. Not, a lot of pe- not everyone does conceal and carry for sure, but a lot of people do carry them in their cars. A lot of people yeah. carry in the car. There's, I mean, it, this Glove is... Glove compartment. Yeah, so yeah. This, this is the whole thing. And, and most time, criminals, when they are you know when they commit a crime with a firearm typically that firearm is illegal so they're getting it like they they illegally have it the firearm itself may be owned by somebody registered <clears throat> to them but it but it was stolen mm-hmm. something yeah. like that so you aren't allowed the to, firearms, by the way uh sorry you are not allowed to have a firearm inside enterprise center no you're not that that's is, the that problem that's so, why they're yeah. still in their car that's why they, they're still in their car which yeah. would make total yeah. sense and you get people from all around the area mm-hmm. you know you get people from out like in imperial yeah. you get people from well, that are coming in the for ones that games. aren't from from the city or go to the city very yeah. often so they're scared too it's like us, we're used to being in the city all the time. Like, right. oh, well, it's no problem for us to go to the Enterprise Center because but we're not freaking out. Joe Schmo yeah, we, down we 55. Know, like, yeah. yeah. We know not to go four or five blocks north and, you know. Right. We right. know this street is bad. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, this yeah, is so, like. So to someone like uh, like Danielle Schicker from Imperial, she probably doesn't know that, oh, yeah, like, oh, this is the really dangerous part. And, like, most of this part is, like, normal and safe. Yeah. Like, you'll, you'll see some, you know, some uh, homeless people down there or something like that. But you're not going to have anybody, like, 
like especially not a blues game where there's like lots of people around lots of security there's like um the sheriff paddy wagon is always there there's always cops how on the dare street. you i mean usually the most thing you'd run into irish is, statement oh my you know, god the somebody paddy get, wagon. usually you'd run into the most it would be somebody getting a fight wearing a black hall jersey or something I mean, yeah that's, exactly that's about it you know Dr- drunken stupidity <laughs> yeah, 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 more yeah. than anything and even like and that. even then like st louis fans were like the most tolerable yeah. in in the country. They're up there, but uh, yeah, no. In St. Louis County, officials have noted a rise in car break-ins in the area on Tuesday. Actually, the same day that this happened, uh, the St. Louis County Council met to discuss three bills following an alarming spike in car break-ins in the St. Louis area. So this is happening in the county. This is happening in the city. And uh, sportscaster Frank Cusimano for KSDK. I want to say that he's from for KSDK, News Channel 5. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy that looks like he has, he's wearing a toupee. You know what I'm or like saying? like he's Tony like, LaRusse's brother. Right, right, right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Dude, dude look does. at that guy. Look, look at, at the, Tony LaRusso and then look at him and, and yeah. be like, dude, he, you can side be his little side. brother. Side-by-side photos. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Or like a, or like Tony, Tony LaRusso without cousin. his hat with his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Frank Guzmato. But uh, yeah, he had his car broken into not too long ago at the Chaffetz Arena. So, like, okay, so this isn't just <laughs> this is, this strictly is across, downtown. Yeah, this right. is across the board at car break-ins. Right. Um, so it wasn't just because the Blues lost to the worst team in the league last night. <laughs> but what One in 13. What I want to present though is the problem is that people are paying anywhere from 15 to 40 dollars to park in a parking lot and they don't have anybody in that parking lot attending those cars while so they they, they are on the ground they're making a shit ton of how big is how big is the lot uh, so uh, it's called Keel Center Parking. It's literally attached to Enterprise Center. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many cars could be in there at any given time, but it's roughly about five to six floors high. Holy shit! So I mean, no. yeah, I mean, it's not amazing. The one behind the Greyhound bus, the lot. This is a lot. This isn't a garage. Uh, well, I mean, you were talking about the even in general. The, I mean, the if parking they, garage right this, next to it this has lot, people though, on the ground floor. But yeah, the lot across lot. from it. Yeah, it doesn't. They have they have quote they're making, people there to make sure that people who are parking pay. But they're making but they probably twenty to twenty five dollars a fucking a, a space. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, so that's say the there's, thing. There's twenty. Say so say they're charging twenty five, and there's a hundred spots. It's twenty five hundred dollars. Those cars should be watched. Right. There, there are you're paying for. It. There are some of them that have metal bars around the perimeter yeah. of the parking garage. Many of them don't, though. Yeah. Many of them are basically like anybody off the street could basically walk in one of the entrances to the side. Um, I know the one that we park in, which is kind of adjacent to uh, Union Station in the St. Louis Aquarium. Like that area, there's nothing. There's the the one guy making sure you pay, and there's the guy at the other end making sure you pay. But that's the only facilities that they have, really. And you can just walk. I mean, if you can walk right up to the aquarium, you can walk right up to these cars. You think a dozen cars <clears throat> broken into? You know, a dozen, more than a dozen, twelve at least. Glass broken, people coming in, yeah. alarms had to have gone off unless they're picking yeah. cars. Yeah, unless I somebody. Today. I can understand. One to five cars getting broken into. Okay, that's right. Yeah, whatever. But, but this many. over a dozen, <laughs> 20 cars, and hopefully they're not in the same fucking lot. Did right. uh did the article list what time this was reported? During the Blues game. It was it During. when everybody came out, then that's when they found out their cars were broken into. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, this was I, during I was gonna say, the Blues like, game. Like, typically, like, people, like, the game ends... Everybody just rushes for the exit, goes to the parking lot. They get in their car, get in line to get out. But if you're saying this happened during the game, that yeah. actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean, this uh, is so. I mean, this is like 
But yeah, there I, are still I cops would, on the street, but it, I mean, I don't no. know how many of them. There's like, not as many cops as there used to be on the street. No. Either, so. And if you and if you watched our previous episode, oh, here we go. Is STL <laughs> going to hell? We addressed that very clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, guys, if you if you just go down there, you know, game whatever, just be safe. Lock your doors. Obviously, they could still break the window, but don't be leaving stuff in there that you're afraid that they're going that they're going to steal. Exactly. And don't Valuables. leave it exposed out like for, that. Somebody can look in the window and be like. Oh wow, they got a Sig Nine in there. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> shit is what we're waiting for. No, no. Actually, make sure everything's I, away. Yeah. Lock it up in a glove compartment. A lot of glove compartments they actually have key locks so you can go. It's not just a handle. Put something in your trunk. It's a lot harder to break into a trunk than it is break, busting a window and getting stuff out. So yeah, then again, um, I mean, I don't know about locking your glove box because if you're gonna lock, if you lock it and somebody breaks in your car to go open that glove box. They're gonna know how to bust open that glove box. I mean, they're That's automatically true. they're gonna be like, "Oh, there's a gun in there because yeah. it's locked." But Bam. you you de- you detain yeah. them a little bit, a little you delay bit. them a little yeah. bit to the point where it's like, "Okay, shit, somebody's coming." You know, just even that split second, like, "Man, I, now I gotta bust this out." You know what I'm saying? People are looking for the easiest psh, grab, go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what five seconds you did that in mm-hmm. instead of going there, you know, busting this out, really opening it up, all that kind of stuff. So, and 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 a lot of these cars were just rummaged through. So stuff wasn't even taken. So right. they probably were rummaged. They were probably rummaged through them for a few seconds and be like, "Nope, nothing here. Let's go." And then and then move on to the next one because they're trying to you know trying to get I money, was, trying uh, to get guns, doing whatever. But. One of the uh, national managers for a uh, company that he used to work for came into St. Louis about two and a half years ago, and he had his car broken into at a St. Louis hotel in wow. Westport. Um, literally, or uh, Westport, yeah, uh, the Hilton over there, the Hilton Westport, he was staying there, and he literally, like, just parked his car, and he told me a story about how at, like, 2 and 2.30 a.m., like, the cops are pounding on his hotel door trying to tell him that his car was broken into. Here's the thing, that was a rental car, and all he had in there was a case of bottled water. Oh, wow. Literally nothing else, like, <laughs> keep, like, completely clean, and I'm like, how did this guy think that there was, like, it's just bottled water, like, that's all you could see in there. And it wasn't like covered up or anything. So it's like, I'm wondering about, I mean, criminals are not that intelligent, but you got to really question. No, I mean, just, I mean, the basic depends on the, of depends sense. on the criminal. Depends yeah, on because the criminal. I've seen, criminals was, are very intelligent. I was yeah. in, I was in Clayton one it's day. Street just smart. Real, real quick story. I was in Clayton one day and this was literally like right, right around the corner from the courthouse. So tons of cops everywhere. Yeah. Right. And I watched two, two gentlemen walking down the sidewalk. And this was like on the other side of the street. I mean, so two gentlemen walk across, walking down the sidewalk. One kept walking a little bit further. The other one walked, and the other one was being the lookout. Looked around, looked at the guy. Guy just went pop, pop, opened that door, stole a Chrysler 300 right <laughs> like that. It was yeah. like, it was not more than 10 seconds. Yeah. You you think that they're not intelligent. Yeah. Because <clears throat> your definition of intelligence is different than their de- definition of All intelligence. All right, sorry. I don't mean they don't you know have good saying? techniques. Like, I just mean like. No, I mean, they're, they're a different kind of smart. That's the that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they might see seem dumb to an educated guy like you, but they are animals in the fact that they are cunning. They sense weakness. They see loopholes. They see openings. And they know when to strike and get away with the most loot for the 
Let me ask least you this amount show. of. Where were you yesterday night during the Blues game? All right, that'll <laughs> do it for Underground STL Live. Thank you for watching another episode. <laughs> Guys, we go live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Big thanks to our special guest, T-Bone, Thank from you. Beyond FM tonight. Uh, if you guys uh, want to listen to a radio station that plays nothing but uh, St. Louis music 24-7, download the Beyond FM app, the Beyond FM 24-7 app. It's available free for Android and Apple uh, devices. Uh, Booster, thank you for helping out tonight. Mm -hmm. Guys, make sure, tell your friends to follow us, okay? Tune in next week. We do this for St. Louis. We do this for you guys. We do this for the fans. This is Underground St. Louis signing off, and as always, we go deep. deep.